0: Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now, yesterday I shared with you the new seed that God plants in you to uproot the seed of violation, as well as the roots of shame, feeling broken and pain. And that seed was the seed of forgiveness. So today I'm gonna actually pick back up where I left off at just because I know I ran out of time. And so I know I had just finished sharing with you the road to salvation. And as you are sharing the gospel of Jesus to someone, make sure that it sounds like a conversation. And I think I mentioned that yesterday as well, because the goal is that you really just want to make sure that you are connecting the dots and that it sounds relatable. So just kind of keep that in mind. Now, people can actually understand it if you help them to understand that each of us are trying to get closer to God and seeking to build that deep and personal relationship with God each day. Now, once you have actually gotten God's forgiveness and you feel that from him, it is important that you work on forgiving others that have wronged you. No one is perfect on this earth, and each and every day you have to strive to do things better than you did before everyone makes mistakes everyone does now some are innocent and some are intentional but you still have to forgive them for the wrong that they have done and you also need to forgive yourself it sets you and them free from all of it now if you continue to keep seeking vindication for a hurt You will never be able to move on to better things and to a higher level with God. You must believe that God has your back and is trying to guide you to let go of those negative things that the enemy keeps trying to keep you in. God is hoping that you will now choose differently and to really follow him and to give him a real chance. Now, I say that because if you've actually been in this type of bondage maybe for years you've actually decided to give the enemy a chance well now i'm just asking that you give god a fair chance so if you've tried god for maybe a couple of months and then conclude that you're done with it is that really a fair chance considering that maybe you allow the negative things to kind of consume you for years i don't know the timing of god but he will show up and you have to just trust him Now, john chapter 14 verses 13 through 14 says and this is actually jesus speaking and he says and whatever you ask in my name that i will do that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask me anything in my name i will do it and again that's john chapter 14 verses 13 through 14. so just know that god is faithful he really is faithful each and every time and you must believe him in his word so now let's go ahead and see how things continue with David and his household again and to just kind of see how forgiveness was displayed. So I am now in 1 Kings chapter 3 and I'm going to be sharing with you verses 3 through 14. And it says, Solomon loved the Lord and followed all the instructions of his father, David, except that Solomon too, offered sacrifices, and burned incense at the local altars. The most important of these altars was at Gibeon. So the king went there and sacrificed 1,000 burnt offerings. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, What do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. Solomon replied, You were wonderfully kind to my father David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued this great kindness to him today by giving him a son to succeed him. O Lord, my God, now you have made me king instead of my father, David. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And here I am among your own chosen people, a nation so great they are too numerous to count. Give me an understanding mind so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong, for who by myself is able to govern this great nation of yours? The Lord was pleased with Solomon's reply and was glad that he had asked for wisdom. So God replied, Because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people and have not asked for a long life or riches for yourself or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you have asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding mind such as no one else has ever had or will ever have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and honor. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And if you follow me and obey my commands as your father David did, I will give you a long life. And again, that's First Kings, Chapter 3, verses 3 through 14. So now, as you can actually see from these scriptures, God blessed one of David's sons abundantly. Now, David continued to kind of have some struggles with his children. And as he had gotten old, it would just really become necessary to choose another king. Now, although many of David's sons had actually sinned against God, David found grace in the eyes of God. You know, David was truly a man after God's own heart. Now, what you're going to see is that it wasn't until the reign of Solomon, which is David and Bathsheba's other son, and that's how God started to see the love that Solomon had actually possessed for him. God had appreciated the fact that Solomon had asked God for wisdom to be able to guide his chosen people to obedience. And it showed the sincerity of Solomon. In wanting to really do the right thing for God's people. Now, God not only made Solomon the wisest man who ever lived, but he also blessed Solomon with riches and honor. Now, God showed forgiveness to David by allowing his kingdom to continue through his descendants. God even showed forgiveness to Bathsheba by allowing her son that another son of hers, to become king after David. Now, even though both of them had done evil in the eyes of God, they repented and asked God for forgiveness. But more importantly, they both continued praising and worshiping and living for God. After seeing their heartfelt convictions, God blessed them by blessing their son Solomon. Although there were many things that David could and should have handled better, When he did fall, he always had a sincere remorse from his sin and repented to God for his sins, causing him to turn from it and to be obedient to the ways of God. And it was David's heartfelt repentance is what each of us needs to really be seeking after when we are disobedient. Now, as you can see, God sees the good and bad in everyone. And he knows how difficult things can be. Even though God knows how much you can handle and what things can actually be a struggle for you, he wants you to have a sincere desire to change. And even change that destructive pattern of sin that you may be following and actually start trying to follow him more instead. God also wants you to forgive others with the same type of compassion that he does for you. Now, Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 22 says, Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, Jesus replied, 70 times seven. So Jesus doesn't keep up with how many times you sin, and he doesn't want you to keep up with other people's sin against you as well. If someone is genuinely asking your forgiveness for a situation, you should forgive them. If you really forgive someone, you don't need to bring it up anymore. Once forgiveness takes place, there shouldn't really be any more discussion about it. Now, I know some people will probably disagree with me about what I'm about to say, especially when it comes down to forgiving folks and really just having that type of belief. Now, I know there are people that believe that they should forgive, but they don't forget. Now, let me just ask you, do you think that that's what God does with you? Do you think that God continues to hold everything that you have done against him over your head, waiting on you to be disobedient so that he can really be ready to Bring it back up to you again. Now, as a representative to him, to God, it is important that each of us resemble him. He is trying to shape and mold all of us, actually, which is why we need to listen to the Holy Spirit so that we can actually be guided by him as a child of God. Now, the more you keep feeding that narrative of not forgetting the situation, You operate in your flesh, man, and you also keep holding on to the hurt. When you allow God to be the voice that you listen to, he frees you from it. Forgiven means completely letting go of what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and even what you're hurting about in a situation. You are also forgiven the wrong that you feel a person has done to you, and you also forget it. There is healing in the forgiving that you do, and there is freedom in the forgetting that you do. I'm going to say that one again. There is healing in the forgiving that you do, and there is freedom in the forgetting that you do. The only memory you should have is the memory of how God brought you through it to share as a testimony and to see just the growth that you now have. The lessons that you learn from the situation become the only reason for remembering it. However, if you continue to hold on to the hurt and pain and feel that other people will always hurt you or do the same to you, then not only are you not trusting God to be the God that he is, but you are also giving the enemy more power than he deserves. I know it's hard to trust because you really may be hurting at your core and the hurt is deep, but please give yourself a chance. Please don't allow the enemy's nature to reign in you by holding on to the hurt and pain instead of allowing God's nature to be superior to that and giving you that healing and freedom and peace that you really want and seek after. As I've said in the past, the enemy always wants you to stay stuck and to be in a certain time frame without moving forward and definitely without healing. You will have to learn how to cleanse your mind from all of it. Try your best to deal with it, process it, and afterwards just keep it moving. God is trying to give you a new outlook to your situation. And that's him basically just developing you into a stronger and a wiser and a forgiving person you will start to see a clearer view of your worthiness. Now, if I can ask you to do anything, I really do want you to try something different. I really want you to just give God a chance. Just trust Him completely and just know that He can do all that you need. And He's going to do it with just the touch of love and compassion and healing and strength that you need. He's going to give you that peace of mind that you've been seeking after And really just turn that dark situation into a ray of light that only he can do. Give yourself permission to see what is on the other side of this with God. Allow yourself also to forgive everyone that is involved. And really just try to forgive yourself also. You're going to be able to see the growth that you have made by allowing your spirit man to rule. And to really be the child of God he has called you to be by listening to his voice. Now, on Monday, I'm going to actually cover the life application section. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.